The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I always knew it was a trick and a con. I didn't truly understand things to the level I understand them now. But I had an intrinsic understanding, and I think everybody does. If you're, if you're in a gas station, and it's three in the morning, and, and a Lambo pulls up, and a guy gets out of it, you're thinking criminal, drug dealer, gangster. Yeah. You're not thinking, ah, he has a uni degree. Because you you know, you're not going to think that. So when you see money, people don't even associate the money they see with university. But then they go, I want to make money, so I'm going to university. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. So be a slave, be a slave, be a slave. Every single government in the world is interested in control. That's all they've ever wanted. That's all they ever want more of. Governments want control. They want to control their populace. They think of us as sheep. We're cattle to them. They want us to comply. They don't want our individuality. They don't want us to think for ourselves. They want us to just sit there and obey like robots. So every single one of them is slowly inching day by day, pushing the limits, taking as much control as they can from the people to the people revolt. Mm -hmm. And if they do it slowly and incrementally, they get away with a lot. This is beyond money. The, the people in charge of the world print the money. They don't care about, about money. They don't care about economies. They don't care about taxes. All these things are brokey cons considerations. When you print the money, do you think you give a shit if the economy is good or bad? You print the money. You don't care. What you care about is when you click your fingers, do people obey you? When I talk about the Matrix, I'm talking about the systems which have been created by society, which are deliberately designed to enslave. In the movie, the Matrix were used for our body heat, but here in, in this Matrix, we're used for our efforts and our energies. And you're existing inside of a system which is deliberately rigged to make the rich richer and for the poor to stay poor. Yeah. And for you can sit there and get upset about it. You can sit there and cry about it and say the system needs to change, which is what some people do, socialists, X, Y, Z. But I think that's not, I think, I know... That's a waste of time, right? That's futile. The best thing to do is to understand the rules of the game and find a way to win. So, yes, the game is rigged. Yes, the rich are always going to get richer. Yes, the poor are always going to struggle. And that's the way the game is set up. So you still need to find the best move on the chessboard. There's no point sitting there saying, I want to play a different game because that's never going to happen. Because the people with the money are the people who have the control and they have the power. And why would they have the game set up any other way? Why would they change? One of the largest things that hold people back from wealth is the people around them. Not only because of the mindsets of the people around them, but also trying to find people around you who you can truly actually trust is difficult. I always was always close with my brother because, and he's always been close with me because we are a team and you need to have a team. And if you have a team, you stand a better chance. It's player versus player out here, man. It's on the street. It's not easy for every dollar you make, for every pound you take, you took it from someone else. You don't make money. You take money. People don't understand the way that money works. You're not the federal reserve. You can't create money from thin air. Every single pound in your bank is money you took from someone else. And when I say take, I don't mean it in a negative way. You might have convinced them to give it to you. You might have a coffee shop. I'll give you a nice coffee. You'll give me some money. Cool. But you still took his money, yeah. right? It's the true nature of the universe. You have to learn that you, you have to take things from other people. And by taking it, I'm not saying go rob a bank. I'm not saying that. I'm saying comp completely the opposite. You can be a philanthropist. I'm taking money from everyone inside of hate you, but I'm changing their lives. It's a good thing. You can take money in a positive way. Most people don't look at the light, look at life that way. And when you look at life that way, you need to start identifying. One of the things we teach inside of hate you is to identify every single time your money is taken from you. 
So I say this to people. I say for the next two weeks, every time you spend money, even if it's a pound, write down how they got it from you. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, all right, cool. You're walking down the street. You're going to Starbucks, you buy a coffee. Why did they take your money? Well, I wanted coffee. Yeah, but how? Okay, you wanted coffee, right? Cool. Did you only want a coffee because you saw Starbucks or did you want coffee beforehand? Why did you want their coffee and not another coffee? Did you buy a cake as well? Why did you buy a cake? All right, cool. So now you identified how they took your money. Then realize how they could have took more of your money. You bought a cake, but you didn't buy a sandwich. Why? The sandwiches weren't on display. Or they looked cold. Or they looked rubbish. Or the woman who was serving me was old and ugly. Maybe she was a young cutie and talked to me about bologna sandwiches or a bone. Right? So you need to start identifying how your money is taken from you. Because once you identify how your money is taken from you, you can start to actually intelligently think about how you can take money from other people. If I had to open a, uh, a coffee shop, if I, if I sit in a coffee shop, right? If I sit in Starbucks, the whole time I'm in there, not only am I thinking about how they got the money from me and how much I spent, I'm thinking about how I could outcompete them. I'd sit there and go, okay, cool. I'm in Starbucks. I spent £5.68. I got a latte. I got a donut. And I'm sitting here. And that business place, that, that, that commercial property right across the street is available for this. How could I outcompete this coffee shop which just took my money? What's the profit margin on this £5.68? How much did this cost them? The coffee, pennies. Donut, 30 minutes. Right? How much is the staff? They pay the staff minimum wage eight pound an hour. So I've already paid half. I've already paid thirty minutes work for that. Wait, she's there for another thirty minutes for free. Right? How much is the rent? How much is the business rates? If I had to open up there, how would I attract people to come into my shop as opposed to their shop? They got a big brand name. I'm brand new. Okay, well the bitch working here is ugly. My one's gonna be hot. Boom, that's the beginning. Next thing, do they have any signage outside? No, I'm gonna try and put some signage outside. Do they have parking? No, I need parking. But you need to start thinking about how you can convince people to give you their money as opposed to giving it to the places they already give it. And, and once you do that, people say, I can't think of how to make money. If you start doing that for a year and just keep a notepad, you'll have a hundred ideas of how to make money. You'll sit there and go, there's a place here that's doing this and we can do it better this way. This place online is doing this, we can do it better this way. And then, and then to get them all done, what do you need? Network. You need people. It's all about people. I always knew that even when I was fighting and I was always trying to find a way to make money. Even when I was fighting, all I did was try different ways to make money. I tried a, I tried a million things and that's what you have to do. You have to try a bunch of things and learn a bunch of lessons until you finally find something that works. The problem is as well, it's difficult because the way that humans work and the way that we are, we've evolved as a species is that we don't really learn lessons unless they're learned the hard way. I believe that unless a lesson has taught the hard way, you're not going to learn it. You can have so many near misses and people won't learn their lesson. Bro, you must know a guy who goes out there, nearly crashes his car, nearly crashes his car, nearly crashes his car, doesn't slow his ass down till he wrecks it. Yeah. Like, this is how people are, right? So you need that pain for the lesson to sting enough to really genuinely go inside of your mind. And it's the same with everything. It's the same with driving a car or business. Truthfully, if you want to learn a lesson about business, you're going to have to suffer at some point. Right. Mm. So we always say that most people are not successful with their first companies, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I get that. The truth is there's a lot of people who make a lot of money with their first company, but they just spunk it, act an idiot and it all blows up in their face. And that's the, and that's how you get the discipline on your fourth company that when you have three million in the bank, you just leave it there. You know, it's yeah. and don't and don't be done with it. So you need to you need to go through some pain. You need to experience some negative things. You need to have to a, to a degree some trauma to really even learn any lessons. So. Yeah, business studies, you're right. The book, that's that's not gonna teach you anything about business. You need to get out there on the streets, you need to you need to make mistakes, you need to suffer, you need to have the tax man knocking at your door. You gotta deal with all that stuff so that you make sure it doesn't happen again. I really think that, that humans are stupid enough to only learn the hard way. That's kinda how it works. I, I am absolutely and utterly a believer in hard work. 
I'm a proponent of hard work. I have all this money and all I do is work. My entire life is work. This podcast is work. I'm getting in the car and going to another meeting. Work. I want to go to the gym so I'm in good shape. Work. It's all work. My entire life is work. And people don't want to look at life that way. They want to talk about work-life balance and being lazy and all this crap. I don't believe in any of that. I believe in if you want to win, you have to outcompete the man who's prepared to do nothing but work. It's player versus player. If you're going to sit there and go, I don't want to work more than an hour a day, well, the guy who does want to work more than an hour a day is going to beat you. And no matter how smart you are, there's always a smart dude who's doing the same smart work you are for more hours than you're doing it. You don't notice if you're talented at something until all the hard work's done. Yep. I could be the most talented tennis player in the world, but I don't play tennis. So if I go down the tennis court, Joe Schmoe's going to smoke me. I don't get to see my talent until I've worked so hard that I'm in the top 1% and now I'm beating them because I have some God-given gift. Yeah. You understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do the hard work first. If there's no hard work, there's no smart work. So someone's going to sit there and go, I work smart, I don't work hard, so I only have to work an hour a day. If working smart gets you a lot done in an hour a day, then you should work smart for 12 hours a day and yeah. get 12 times the work done. The traditional, the traditional path to wealth is terrible advice. They'll go to university, get a degree, get a job, blah, blah, blah. That's terrible advice. We already know that. We talked about that. I think follow your passion is also a ter terrible piece of advice. Yeah. Yeah. They, people say, hey, man, you need to find your, what you're passionate about and do that. And what they're trying to say is only do what you like because you have no motivation to do anything else. And motivation in, in and of itself is a scam. I don't believe in motivation. I believe in discipline. I am not motivated to do the things I'm supposed to do every day. I don't wake up full of like joy that I have to go to the gym or that I have to work or got to deal with crap. I don't feel motivated to do them. I'm disciplined. I do them regardless of how I feel. Whether I'm in the mood to do it or I'm not in the mood to do it, it gets done. That's discipline. Discipline's a real thing. Motivation is fleeting. Yeah. You're never going to be permanently motivated. So when someone comes along and says, oh, do what you're passionate about, what they're saying is you'll have endless motivation and then you'll be able to try hard. If you're the kind of person who can only try hard at something he enjoys, then you're going to fail because most things you enjoy don't pay any money. If they paid money, you wouldn't enjoy them. It's called a job, right? Nobody likes their job. You like your hobby. I'm sure you like playing video games. Maybe 1%, 0.1% can make money from video games, right? Most people, you ain't ever going to make it. Yeah. Do you think the guy in China who owns a concrete plant is passionate about concrete? Do you think he's sitting there stroking it at night, <laughs> naked in bed? It's money. Be passionate about success. If you're passionate about money, then you can be passionate about anything. I'll be passionate about any business on earth that pays me. If you pay me a billion dollars to dig that hole, I'll be very passionate about that hole. I, I obviously know what I'm talking about to some degree, right? So if, if, if Mike Tyson walks in here and tells you he's going to teach you how to box and says you can't fight, you're a pussy, if that upsets you, then you can't learn, right? It's Mike Tyson. Just shut up and listen. If, if, if someone richer than me comes along and says, Andrew, you don't know shit, you're a dumbass and you're a brokey, I'm going to sit there and go, okay, maybe I am a brokey, Elon. Tell me something. Right? I'll listen, but if you're going to sit there and go, don't call me names, and then I'm not listening, you're never going to get anywhere, right? You don't, become, you don't become the master unless you're very, very good at being a student. And I've always been very, very good at knowing when to shut up. A lot of people with no money are, are, are really, really arrogant. I know a lot of broke people who are very arrogant. And their arrogance is a shield for their laziness. People will, people will shield laziness with anything. No one wants to admit they're lazy. So they'll shield it with disbelief. Ah, that's a scam. Or, I don't work hard, I work smart. Bollocks, more, more cover. Quitters are the worst people on the planet. You can give a quitter absolutely everything and they will still fail. Quitters can have every single advantage. Quitters can have all the information. Quitters can have all the tutelage. Quitters can have a, a mentorship. Quitters can have someone who messages them every morning, hey bro, let's get it. And guess what they're gonna do at the end? Quit. Quit, <laughs> they ain't never gonna have shit. 
So if you're a quitter, I don't even want you in, even inside my organization. I don't want quitters anywhere near me because you're never going to be successful, right? You need the people who don't quit. I don't quit. Every single facet of my life is testament to the fact that I don't quit. When people see my plane in the sky, you can, you can say whatever you want about me. You can call me arrogant. You can call me anything you want, but you cannot call me a quitter. I didn't quit. So that's the difference. When it was hard, I did it anyway. That's who I've always been. And if you don't have that kind of tenacity, you're never gonna be anything. So look, everyone loves passive money, right? I make money as I sleep. I get it. You, you need to de-link your time to your money because if you're only working for money, you run out of time, you can't make enough money. I understand all those principles. My point is, if you have no money and you're coming to me saying, I wanna make passive income, why are you not making active income? Get up off your ass and work first. Because there's no such thing as completely, truly 100% passive. You're gonna have to check on it. You're gonna have to maintain it. You're gonna have to find a new tenant for that property. You're gonna have to make sure that DeFi crypto farm you're in doesn't go to zero, it's not a rug pull. Yeah. You're always gonna have to keep an eye on it, right? But the idea that people with no money are already so concerned with making money without work is amazing to me. You should be worried about active income. If you show me, if I'm a brokey, and you show me how to make $1,000 an hour, I don't sit there and go, okay, but how can I make that passive? I go, cool, I'm making $18,000 a day. I'm gonna work. Dude, you don't need to worry about passive income until you have no more time. I look at passive income because I have 18 hours a day I work. When all 18 of those hours are done and my workload still isn't finished, I have to find a way to make some of those income streams passive, either via staff or whatever else. Yeah. And that's how I work smart. I use all of my time and when all my time is done, yeah, now I, I have to become more efficient yep. so that I can get more done within the same time frame. To sit there and say, I don't want to use my time so I want passive income is dumb at, is dumb shit. The 16 year old making 45 grand a month. If he was to sit to me and go, I don't want to make the TikToks, I want someone else to do it, make it passive, that he wouldn't make any money. He's just working. You have to just work. At some point you have to bite the bullet and just work. So when someone comes to me talking about passive income and they're broke, I'm like, you are just lazy. You are lazy. You'll never get anywhere. Lazy people never get anywhere in life. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if it's tennis or money. If you're lazy, you're never gonna get there. To the normies, to the brokies, they're not ready to listen to it. Yeah. The Matrix, they say in the movie, people who are still dependent on the system will fight to defend the system. There are people who I will sit there and say to them, look, your university degree is a scam. They lied to you. I will show you how to make money. And their reply will be, no, I went to a good university. They are desperate. No, that degree means something. You work in Greg's, G. Doesn't mean any, shut up. They don't, they won't accept it, right? So certain people are not ready for the truth. People who are ready for the truth seek it and they find it.